All right. Story time with David and Mummy. Now hey, it's time for... Hey, had Captain David read his first mate and second mate. And the Lego boat. Oh, boy. And two oars. I like how you made a captain's cabin in that Lego boat. That's really cool. I used it out of some pieces from the set. Cool. Do you like it? I do like it. On the back? Yeah, it's awesome. It has the window. You can see Captain David's shoulder looking at it. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea by Jules Verne. We are in Chapter 11. No, I don't. I mean it. Through the Mediterranean. When the Nautilus surfaced the next morning, I rushed up to the platform for my first look at the Mediterranean. Ned and Conceal listened as I described our trip through the tunnel. Okay, I'm impressed, Professor, said Ned. But now that we're in the Mediterranean, it's time for us to have a little chat. I knew what Ned wanted to chat about. Escaping. I realized how badly he wanted his freedom, but the scientist in me wanted to stay on board the Nautilus. I had almost finished rewriting my book on underwater life and I was doing it in the middle of the very places I was describing. Where would I ever find another chance to see these wonders of the ocean again? I'm sure we'll get an opportunity to escape, I said. Why not wait till we're nearer to France or England or America? But we're near civilized countries right now, said Ned. We may not get the chance later. I guess you're right, I admitted with a sigh, but the opportunity must be a good one. If our first attempt doesn't succeed, we won't get a second one. Captain Nemo will see to that. The best time will be some dark night when the Nautilus gets near the coast of Europe, said Ned. I don't think you can count on Captain Nemo getting close to any coast, I said. You know how he feels about dry land. Events of the next few days proved how true my words were. We cruised underwater far from any shore most of the time. Was it because of Captain ne- was it because Captain Nemo suspected what we might do, or did he simply want to stay out of sight of the many ships that sailed the Mediterranean? Our first afternoon in the Mediterranean, we were in the general area of the island of Crete. Just before leaving America, I had read about an uprising by the Cretans against their cruel Turkish rulers, but being Uh, At sea all these months, I had no way of knowing how this uprising turned out. Captain Nemo spent most of the day pacing back and forth in the lounge where I was writing. Towards the evening, the panels, which had been closed all day, were suddenly opened. I busied myself studying the fish, but Captain Nemo seemed to be looking beyond them. For what? I had no idea. Suddenly, from among the schools of fish came an unexpected sight. A diver swam up to the window and pressed his face against the glass. Was the man drowning? To my amazement, Captain Nemo waved to him. The diver waved back, then immediately swam up to the surface. Don't worry, Professor, said the captain. That's Nicholas. They call him the fish. He's a well-known diver throughout the Greek islands. I know him well. So Captain Nemo had not broken all ties with the world after all. Why, then, had he... But my thoughts were interrupted by a noise behind me. I turned and saw Captain Nemo opening a large chest. My eyes were dazzled by the hundreds of bars of gold inside of the chest. Millions of dollars worth of gold! 
Where had it come from, and what was Captain Nemo going to do with it? I stood dumbfounded as four crewmen entered and began pushing the heavy chest out of the lounge. Soon I heard some pulleys in the hatch in the companionway, lifting the chest up to the hatch. Then the Nautilus surfaced. Captain Nemo turned to me, said good night, and left the room. The next day we sped underwater through the Mediterranean at an unbelievable rate of speed, three hundred miles per hour. Trying to surface the dinghy and escape at that speed would have been suicide. So Ned's plans had to wait. What little I saw of the Mediterranean's depths shocked me. Instead of the beauties of nature, I gazed at horrifying scenes of shipwrecks. Raging storms and dangerous reefs had been sending ships to their watery graves in this sea ever since ancient times. That night, we left the grim Mediterranean behind us and entered the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, that's the end of chapter 11. Now it's on chapter 12. Mm. So what do you think was going on with Captain Nemo and that diver and the chest of gold? I don't know. What do you think, podcast listeners? Yeah, what do you think, podcast listeners? I think it's pretty odd. I think that's pretty suspicious that he's got some deals going on. With our people. Yeah, it seems kind of kind of weird. He said that he didn't he hated humanity and people. But he's got tons of gold and it sounds like they sent it up through the hatch, so I I wonder if he was paying somebody on the shore for some reason. But I don't know why he would do that. No, I think she waved to him and he waved back because he thought it was he, because he thought because his his name is after fish and he loves oh, fish. Oh, the fish. Divers Nicholas the fish. Could be. All right, the next chapter is And maybe a fish is named Nicholas. Oh. Chapter 12, Captain Nemo's Treasure. So we'll stop there for today. Treasure. Yeah. All right. Say bye, podcast listeners. Bye, podcast. Plus up.